Hey, what's up, everyone? Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2022. <laughs> this is Ava. And this is Vanilla. And this is the tea with A and B. Woo. Um, before we get started, real quick, just wanted to note that I am not currently in New York where I have all my mic equipment and um, where the sound quality might be a little better. <laughs> but I'm in Louisiana right now. I was here for the holidays and I got stuck here. I mean, I'm happy to be here. It's with family. But um, I'm here because the cases <laughs> in New York are too high, the COVID cases. So I'm just going to be recording from my laptop today. And it might just sound a little less, a little less, you know, official, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear some traffic on my end. We're recording a little bit later today, so um, that's going to be the reason for that. But we hope that the content that we have for today is going to be um, good enough to keep you listening and it won't be too distracting. So we apologize, but also we have some good stuff for you in store. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is January, the first month of the year, and you and I decided that we were going to theme this month for our podcast as growth. Yes. And we wanted to be kind of creative. So for this first episode, you decided, or you, you know, told me about growth mindset. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew what it was, but I did not. I thought it was just like <laughs> reading books and whatever, like motivational material. <laughs> and it's definitely not. So uh, you shared with me. I thought it was a great idea. So now we are going to talk with you about why it's relevant, how it shows up in our lives, and how it relates to conflict coaching, specifically our service, The Storge Strategy. So it's a pretty cool way of listening to some storytelling from Vanilla, but then also we're going to tie it into how does it help us and what we do with the work that we do with our clients um, and just in conflict resolution in general. I'm going to pass it on over to you, Vanilla. Go ahead, share with us what's been your experience. How did you learn about growth mindset? Yeah. Um, Well, I did learn briefly about it in uh, a class for actually Barry's class, which we bring up often on this podcast um, during (laughs) uh, this master's program that I'm in for conflict resolution. But I heard about this concept much earlier while I was an undergrad um, and I was just doing my own research on growth and how to stay motivated in my own life and how to figure out things to do for myself to uh, be more successful. Um, And I came across this concept called the growth mindset. um, And it was essentially developed by this psychologist who's known as Carol Dweck. And she popularized it in her book, Mindset, the New Psychology of Success. So I'm going to read off a little bit of a description and a definition of what she considers a mindset to be and then what how she differentiates a growth mindset from a fixed mindset. And I'll share, I'll link this article in the description box as well. But essentially, a mindset, according to Dweck, is a self-perception or self-theory that people hold about themselves. Believing that you are either intelligent or unintelligent is a simple example of a mindset. And so she distinguishes between fixed and growth mindsets and uh, shares that a fixed mindset is when people believe that their basic qualities, like their intelligence or talent, are simply fixed traits. So they spend their time documenting their intelligence or talent instead of developing them. And they also believe that talent alone creates success without effort. 
Then alternatively, she notes that a growth mindset is where people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just the starting point. This view creates a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. Mm. I know, right? It's, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And it is. when I read about it, I actually learned about it through this book called Grit by Angela Duckworth, um, which is all about how to develop more grit in your life or more confidence and more determination okay. and motivation. And then I also read that in combination with The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Mm. And these, these books, I don't know, they just were super transformational for me and they just helped me flip a switch in my head that made me feel nice. more determined to, to get things done in my life, to set goals and accomplish them and really push myself despite what I think um, I'm capable of or how I limited myself. But I'm not saying that it's that easy. Like you literally just like flip a switch. <laughs> it's not exactly what happened. I think I went through a really tough time when I was trying to figure out how to embody more of a growth mindset for myself. Um, yeah. And I'll just say that I definitely grew up with a very fixed mindset. I um, attended mm -hmm. a high school that was very, very competitive, a boarding school, so I was away from family. Um, and I was surrounded by all of these students who were so, so smart, so capable, so great at everything they did. And I just felt like such an imposter while I was there. And I didn't feel like I had a lot of support while I was there either. Like none of my teachers really took a special interest in me. None of my friends really made me feel and nothing on their end either. I just personally didn't feel like I was doing well. I didn't feel like I was achieving great success there. I didn't do well in the classroom. I didn't do well on the tests or the papers. I was a B average student, a B, B minus average student, and I settled for it. I was like, you know what? Maybe this is just who I am. And my parents, while they were also trying to learn how to support me being so far away, kind of said like, don't put too much pressure on yourself. We don't want to see you like suffering, you know, they didn't want to see me so sad or like mm -hmm. hard on myself. So yeah. they would also say, okay, whatever. It's okay if you're a B average student, you're okay. Like, it's fine. Just do what you can, make it out of that school. And mm -hmm. at the time, I think everyone just thought that they were being there for me and being supportive, but it was kind of ingraining this, this mindset for myself where I thought this is just what my limits were and this is just all I'm capable of. So just cruise along, just accept this is okay and go about life in that way rather than thinking, oh, maybe I can yeah. do this. I just don't know how yet, but I'm going to figure it out. Like I didn't develop that sense of like, I'm going to figure it out no matter what. And I had a lot of self-talk that was super negative, that was super limiting on my mm -hmm. own abilities. And it didn't benefit me. Yeah. And then when I went to college, I finally started developing a different perspective because I had mentors who I already looked up to and admired and who were already doing the things that I wanted to do, mm -hmm. look at me and see that potential in me and be like, you know what, you're gonna do this. Yep. You can do this, I see it so clearly and I'm gonna support you through it. And that's just, I think, what I really needed in that moment. I needed the sense of like support in like certain areas of my life and then I had to figure out how to find that support for myself in other areas mm -hmm. of my life. And again, it wasn't like I flipped a switch, like when I first started working towards certain goals of mine, which at the moment, they were very focused on health and wellness. Like I really just wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to get fit. I wanted to cert set certain goals for myself and stick to them finally. I, I, was, I was so tired of being that person who'd be like, I'm going to do this. And then when it got hard, be like, never mind. This isn't it for me. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> um, I was known as a quitter. So I just wanted to like prove people wrong. I wanted to prove myself wrong, really. And 
the way I went about it when I first started was so unhealthy. I just kept thinking, I'm just going to say I can do it. I'm going to push. I'm going to push. I'm going to starve myself. I'm going to do all these different things to like, Mm. you know, get there. And I didn't have, I, again, I still didn't have the right mindset. Like I was still just like, I want to be this person so badly, but I didn't know how. And I didn't really have the support to figure out how. And I think that just took a lot of learning on my end. That took a lot of developing really, really positive connections that were so genuine and so encouraging Mm -hmm. and so like motivating. They were people who motivated me. Like my parents and my family has always been supportive, has always been so, so doing what they can to be there for me. But this was a different type of support. I think this was more of like a moral support of Mm -hmm. like, I see the passion and the determination in you and I'm going to push you to, to stay in that space and not quit when it gets difficult or not Mm -hmm. worry when it's something that is out of your comfort zone. Just like, you know, like just push yourself and they would do what they could to help me push myself. Like, I just think I needed a different type of support that I didn't necessarily get from my life previously. And that was what really, really helped transform Mm -hmm. my mindset and led me to, you know, get a master's at Columbia University, which is like a really prestigious university, you know? And like, I never thought I could be someone who would go to an Ivy. I purposely didn't apply to those schools when I was going to college because I just thought those weren't it for me. That wasn't in the cards for me. And anyways, I didn't want to be in that kind of pressure environment. And now I know how to handle pressure better. I know how to not discourage myself and talk to myself so lowly. I know like whenever things get tough and when I have those moments of self-doubt, that they're temporary, that yeah. they exist because it's something that's uncomfortable, but that's also what means I'm growing. You know, it means that I'm mm-hmm. learning and I'm growing every day. And, you know, now I'm like literally a co-founder of a startup. <laughs> like, it's just like little things happening. I started like other things. Like I just feel like having a growth mindset and working on developing that was very, very transformational for me. And I can see the ways that it could help so many other people that I know, but everyone has to go through their own journey and to figure out how to cultivate that type of mindset for themselves if they don't already have it. Yeah. you And you really had to pick and choose who you were going to surround yourself by exactly. or with, you know? And, and even now, like the fact that you're going to school, who you're going to school with, these are people who desire to approach conflict. These are people who Um, want to Mm -hmm. embrace difficult conversations so it's going to make it even more easier for you to do the same thing so it is it's so funny how like they say you are what you eat and you are who you hang around with and like if you are around Mm -hmm. people who have this fixed mentality then chances are you're gonna have it too it's gonna rub off on you yeah I mean like it definitely makes a difference who you hang out with and I will say again like everyone I close to in college and high school I will always feel grateful for and I don't think anyone intentionally made me feel a certain way and it was internally just me at the end of the day Mm -hmm. no one said anything or did anything that made me feel unconfident or incapable well I won't say no one I think (laughs) I definitely had people (laughs) who but none of my close friends all my close friends were always supportive or always like trying to say encouraging thoughts and make me feel like I am capable but Mm -hmm. I didn't believe them and I didn't believe myself until I think Mm -hmm. I had the moral support of certain mentors who are already doing the changes and creating the impact and making stuff happen in the way that I wanted to make happen you know Mm -hmm. like I saw them do it as and I I saw an example 
Yeah. I saw multiple examples of the kinds of people and characteristics that I wanted to embody in people who I defined to be successful, you know, and like they were achieving success in the ways that I wanted to, where they were balancing their passion with their happiness and they were um, really, really making significant change. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't have to follow very traditional career paths to make this happen for me. Like, people are doing it. I just didn't see it until now. And that's what encouraged me. Seeing them have belief in me is what encouraged me. Mm -hmm. Like, you just need, like, a very specific type of support, I think. So if you're always surrounded by people, no matter how many resources or whatever you have around you, if you're not surrounded by people who exemplify what you need to develop that kind of encouragement for yourself... Um, If you're not surrounded by people who you think are successful and you're only surrounded by the same type of uh, discouragement or people who are like super stressed or anxious or like not having a lot of belief in themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, then it gets easy to settle because it's just like, well, no one else is doing it. Like, how are you? You don't have anything to look towards. Like, how are you supposed to figure this out? It's not that easy to figure it out on your own. And there definitely are exceptions to that. But on the average for the average person it's not going to be easy and it's much easier to just see what everyone else is doing and just be like, okay, I guess this is it. I guess this is how people exist. I guess this is what you're supposed to do. I guess this is how life is supposed to go. You're just supposed to settle in some way or another, even when it comes to relationships. Yup. You're so right. Yeah. Like I'm gonna come back to that relationship part, but you're right. This isn't easy work. It's a combination of finding support, getting the right community, surrounding yourself around the right people and making the choice Mm -hmm. maybe you're listening and you're thinking i have support but it's hard for me to make the choice or i've made the choice but i feel like i don't have any support yeah and that's okay because we're here that's where okoyo comes in exactly Uh, we have this thing and this is now we're gonna show you how this growth mindset applies to our storge strategy storge is actually greek for familiar love so in greek you have four words for love eros agape well, there's storge, and it's meant to define the love between a parent and a child. And so in our practice, we found that individuals, let's say 14 years and up, have, you know, a set of behaviors, beliefs, and make choices based on unmet childhood experiences. So in these storge strategies, we engage in conversations with our clients We find out what it was that they really needed in their past, and then we try to embody it as a practitioner, as a coach in those sessions, Mm -hmm. so that they then feel like they can go back to their childhood, embrace the memory, you know, replace it, or find something that gives them peace so that they can come back to their adult version and no longer have, like, coping mechanisms or... Mm-hmm. Now they have more options on how they can remember that event. And it doesn't have to just be that negative way anymore. And so I've done this before. Vanilla's done this. And these are pretty powerful conversations. This actually helped yeah. me go from a fixed mindset on dating to a growth mindset. Um, and I am surrounded by wonderful people, my family, my support system. And even though I was surrounded by them, I was still having trouble making the right choice i was choosing to date i was mm-hmm. definitely on tinder but the the behaviors that i had and the beliefs about how people showed up when i was dating or whether or not they texted all of that was kind of setting me up to kind of get the results that were contrary to what i really wanted mm-hmm. and i w- i wasn't getting the results but i'm i'm getting older so i'm losing time 
And so the Sorge strategies, basically, we've created it as an opportunity for humanity to revisit moments in their lives where a negative message was internalized. So for my session, I went back to a memory from when I was four years old. My mother had to go to the hospital to take care of my brother because he was diagnosed with cancer. So my sister took care of me. And I think I only was, I was able to get that far because I knew that I was in a safe environment because I knew that I had the support from Vanilla to hold the space for me. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times uh, when we share stories with other people, they have a tendency of either giving us feedback or asking us questions. And sometimes it feels like, or I know that I get pretty defensive when I get asked a question. Mm -hmm. But with us, so you might be telling us a story of something that happened in fifth grade. um, And we're not here to ask, you know, is there anybody we can talk to to find out if this really happened? Yeah. We're not asking that question. We are taking it for face value. Um, Because that, regardless it's the memory that you're holding on to. And that's the memory that's keeping you in that fixed mindset. Okay. This is why it's hard to change. This is why behavior modification isn't working or why it just keeps failing. Um, and mm-hmm. so in these storge strategies, we, as our practitioners, as you know, your coach, we embody whatever needed is you need to go back and to explore these memories so that you can now embrace the challenges, so that you can now see the path toward mastery, towards, you know, whatever it is that you want to accomplish. You can learn from criticism instead of, you know, feeling attacked or blaming. You know, you can start to search out what it is that you're really feeling, what it is that you need in these situations. So it it was a choice. It was a choice for me to choose like, hey, I got to start dealing with some of these issues because I know I want to get married. I know I want Mm -hmm. family. And I'm not getting that with these these choices that I'm making. So I had to choose to do something different. I didn't necessarily surround myself around different people. I still looked on Tinder. Like <laughs> I still looked at the same place. I still I'm here in Lansing with my family. So like it wasn't I already had the resources near me. It was a choice that I had to make. Mm-hmm. So that's how it showed up in my life. I kind of shared how it ties into our Stargate strategy sessions. It took a Stargate strategy session for me to find out how my past was was affecting and impacting the way I was showing up in dating. And once we did that, I was able to tap into um, that growth mindset. And and now I have support. I have people like Vanilla, like my parents, who can now give me that help and support when I start to either go back into a fixed mindset or think like, um, or wanting to quit. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and that's the other part of it. Like making this choice isn't, easy and it shouldn't be right like the way that people in those quotes where they're like choose you like choose (laughs) happiness choose and like you know they have value that's exactly what it means to have a growth mindset like you're choosing to put yourself first you're choosing to encourage yourself you're choosing to be optimistic be happy etc but it's not that simple and it's not just a matter of like i'm just gonna like one day wake up and suddenly make this decision blah 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 like it requires a lot of work to every single day train your brain to think in a different way Mm -hmm. especially if you're someone who is so like self-deprecating towards yourself yeah it takes a lot of energy to every single time you do that remind yourself that's not what is going to help you saying you're dumb saying you're a piece of shit saying that was you're you know like you were fucking an idiot for doing something isn't gonna help you 
move past that and do something differently. Maybe you can get a little bit of drive and motivation from the aggression mm. that you experience from these moments, but that's short term. That's still, it's not gonna be not like sustainable. a- Yeah, exactly, it's not sustainable. Like you're trying to literally retrain the way your brain is thinking and the way that your brain is perceiving your experiences, your uh, emotions, what you're going through, and you're trying to recognize that whatever else is going on in the world, like the way that you're reacting to them is ultimately your reaction, like your responsibility. Um, So like you're going to pay attention to like why you're reacting in those ways, why you're coming across and showing up in a way that you don't want to, why you feel like when things are getting hard, you want to just quit. Like what's what's pushing you to just give up? Mm -hmm. And like, what is it that you need in that moment to keep going? And I think like that's why again what we say with like our story strategy sessions that's what we want to uncover like we want to unpack what it is that is demotivating you that is keeping you in that same headspace and then help you consistently on a consistent basis not just a one-time session not just like in general even conversations like these like having it over and over again reminding yourself over and over again even committing the same mistakes that you usually do but then like considering what the impacts of those mistakes were and how not to do those again yeah, debriefing it's it so important. over and over again. Like this took like years on my part and it's still a learning progress to like consistently stay in the headspace of a growth mindset mm-hmm. rather than reverting to my version of myself that is still existent, that's still part of me, that insecure side of me still exists. It's just in the back seat most of the time now rather than the front seat, you know? And whenever those moments of self-doubt come, I now know how to pick and choose who I need to talk to in those moments to get out of that headspace. And I really rely on the network of people that I've cultivated for myself, not just one person, not just like, and I also rely on like these kinds of conversations I have with Ada and like these sessions that we have where I routinely share some moments of insecurity or some moments of (laughs) self-doubt. And we routinely talk about how to navigate those emotions, why they exist the way they do, what's holding us back and how to push forward. Like, I think the whole point of this is essentially like, yeah, it's a choice. And yeah, that choice is, you know, um, impacted by what you have access to but we're also recognizing it's not easy it requires a lot of energy on your end to make that decision for yourself on a daily basis and to seek out support when you need to like recognize when you need that support and just lean into it yeah (laughs) like don't hold yourself back just lean in and recognize okay I guess I need someone to encourage me, someone to coach me through this, someone to mentor me, guide me, someone to exemplify what it means to stay positive and stay growth oriented rather than giving up. And that's okay. It is. It's <laughs> part of the process. It is. And this is like our way of saying, even if you don't have that person near you or you wouldn't even know who to ask to like help you or support you as you pursue this growth mindset journey, that's where we come in. Like mm-hmm. we're saying, this is a store gay strategy. We offer an actual free 90 minute session. Like literally we don't give you the shorter version. Mm-hmm. We think it's that important that people have at least one experience with what it feels like to just be heard and be believed, feel seen and, um, and just not question, just seeing for their, their value of who they are and how they're showing up in that moment. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I think that this is like, yes, we're presenting all these different things, but if that's a variable that you, you're thinking like, I just don't know who I would go with or how do I even have this conversation? Who do I look to? We're here. 
we're here and we now have a, a new survey on our our, our uh, description where you mm-hmm. can you know click on that and if you want to reach out and talk to us you can let us know there if you have questions for us you can ask us and we will try and get back to you either here on a podcast or email you whatever so we're really we realize the importance but also how difficult it can be to implement some of the things that we're saying but we want to offer the support we want to be the bridge between you and that goal that you have yeah whether it is to actually go to a therapist whether it is to actually like speak to your your parent or to reconnect with you know a loved one or whatever or a sibling we would love to be the bridge for that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and help you find more people in your life that can cultivate that sense of encouragement and support around you on a daily basis like we speak from personal experience of navigating this stuff on our own too like we know what it's like to be in those spaces and we know what it's like to be on the other side and we just want to help other people get there as well um so we're going to be repeating this basically in every podcast like we have free intakes and you might get (laughs) sick of hearing it but like that's just our way of nudging you constantly like hey check it out like trust me it will be worth your time we may have some testimonials too soon (laughs) uh we may have some people come and record and like share with you all what it's been like for them people who don't work in our office so um be on the lookout for that yep but yeah we're pretty much always going to advocate for this we think it's powerful we think it is life-changing and so far our clients agree so (laughs) we're going to keep doing this but yeah Yeah. uh also i did want to say the growth mindset it's applicable to like conflict resolution just the field in general because you're embracing challenges period like to have Mm -hmm. a fixed mindset you avoid it and we talk about like the five styles of conflict and there's that area on it which is like avoidance yeah yeah yeah. that's a fixed mindset so you gotta (laughs) tap into those other ones either compromise or you know what is the other one there's like compromise Uh, accommodate accommodate i don't remember but either way we're basically trying to get you out of that you know avoidance and um embrace some other options for complex yeah like even more broadly like there are multiple ways to navigate conflict depending on what the conflict is like there are going to be moments where you have to take a step back or there are going to be moments where you have to take a step in you know um and developing a growth mindset around conflict is you recognizing that maybe conflict is uncomfortable or maybe it's not uncomfortable and you are just like whatever i'm just gonna like say what's on my mind but you're still not necessarily healing whatever relationship Mm. you're having a conflict with and this is your way of recognizing you always have something to learn and there's multiple ways of navigating conflict and approaching conflict in general is stepping into that brave space and um stepping into the discomfort and embodying growth it really like, is yeah. for yourself it is because you learn from every conflict you go through yeah no matter how small i have one thing that i did want to share really quickly because it is with my capstone that i did for columbia university mm-hmm. when you're getting ready to graduate you have to do a capstone and this is like a real pivotal point from fixed mindset to growth mindset so when i was in in that program i definitely had kind of a fixed mindset i don't know why we'll dive in later but either way for my capstone you get feedback from your professors and i'll never forget uh the director uh beth fisher she said 
uh, this is not a one man show or this is not a one woman show. You need help and you need support to grow this vision or something like that. And I Mm -hmm. was like, fuck that. (laughs) I will show you. (laughs) You know, that was my fixed mindset. I couldn't take her like feedback. I couldn't take Mm -hmm. her criticism. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you just don't know who I am. Like, watch me rise up. Watch me create this thing. Watch me, blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm like, uh, yeah, I need help. <laughs> and that was actually kind of the moment where you came in, Vanilla. In December, I had just started to go from that, like, I don't need help. I don't need anybody. Like, I can do this. Like, I'm going to find a way to make it so that I can work in, you know, whatever schools government police officers i was gonna find a way Mm -hmm. and then finally i like stumbled across that like feedback and i was like you know what she's right i need help i need support and then like i don't know how much longer later you came along and i was like this is perfect and and literally last year i could not have had the year that i had by myself there's no way and (laughs) she was right she was right. Yeah. Now I embrace that feedback. I hug that <laughs> feedback because it's the difference between making or breaking a Koyo. Yeah. I don't even know if this is the first time you're coming to that realization or not, but I remember you would still have, we had conversations about this and you still definitely approached it with a very like, uh, like she just didn't get me. I just didn't understand like, or like she, <laughs> no one understood what I was trying to get at with that program. It didn't benefit me at all. And then slowly as time went on and as we did more work with Akoyo and had more conversations ourselves, I saw yeah. a mindset shift in you where you were starting to think more like like with gratitude towards the program mm-hmm. and you started recognizing that you still did have some really important takeaways, you still learned from it. And that's another example of how it's easy or it's not easy, but it's possible with the growth mindset to look at every single experience you have, no matter what it is, with mm-hmm the perspective of like, I still learned something from this and I still grew from this. And it's much easier to live a life without regret in that way. You know, I don't look back Mm -hmm. at anything that I did, even the like C's and like failing classes I got or like um, the moments where I wasn't there for people that I really needed to be there for that really led to significant uh, detriments to our relationships. Like I still look at all those moments and experiences with like, I still learned something from that. Like I took away whether it's like, that's just not the career for me or that's just not the class for me or whatever, or those are relation, like now I know how to show up in different relationships because of this, mm-hmm. like I still learned. And I think that's such a key component of having a growth mindset. You are always looking to learn. You're always recognizing that there's a lesson and value in every experience and um, connection you have with someone. Yeah, it really is. That's beautiful. You've been doing this. I didn't know if I was going to mention this, but you've been doing this wink lately. And I really (laughs) wish that our listeners could see you do this wink because it is the cutest thing. And I love when you do it. Like, it's just, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll tap into like doing podcasts, a visual podcast for YouTube. But anyways, uh, I just had to mention that. I think Um, I'm literally squinting my eyes because I'm thinking. (laughs) And I'm like, what's going on in my brain? it's cute i love it that's funny so yeah i'm i love how you've been on that journey of seeing me transform how i talk about my grad school experience from Mm -hmm. literally just like a negative to a grateful like having a sense of gratitude for where i went who taught me um and who i went through that program with and Mm -hmm. so 
it it is it's it's not a, like i'm rejecting or it's not like i'm being fake no it, it was real i really did had to pro- i had to process it i really did exactly and it was somebody who like he went to another IV and he was like helping me uh kind of process debrief my uh grad experience and he was the one who said you keep talking about that program like it's bad but you also keep mentioning that there was one person who changed your life like you wouldn't be where you are had you not had him as a professor and mm-hmm. just because that program had him, you should be grateful for that. And I was like, whoa, again, one person, <laughs> what one person said, you know, it just like shifted my mind. And it was like, whoa. So he sees the change and the impact that that university had on my life. And he's calling it out. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that I should be grateful for it. So you know what? Boom. That's when it just triggered this thing. And it just, I had to change the way I would talk about it. And I would still sometimes say something negative and then I'd be mm-hmm. like, wait, wait. I can't say that it did give me that professor. Exactly. It did. It did let me, you know, have my ombuds class and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I mean, even if you had some experiences that weren't as pleasant, like overall, no regrets, right? Like you still took something away from it. You still gained something from it. You still got to develop a Koyo because of your degree in conflict resolution from Columbia. We get clients just because of that. Like, let's be real. And yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So hopefully everyone who's listening, you know, you can approach this year with more intention and more, you know, exploration of what growth looks like for you. If you're not yet at a stage where you have the capacity or you feel like you have the capacity to have a growth mindset, what's holding you back? Um, And if you do want to approach a growth mindset and you don't really know how to like switch and retrain your brain to think a different way, you can reach out to us. We really just hope that you can approach this year with a different outlook and choose growth. Choose you. Choose <laughs> happiness. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. Oh choose God. love. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is right. beautiful. Uh, looking forward to our next podcast. We're going to stick with the theme of growth. And we are kind of coming at it from this other lens of us growing in terms as a firm. Us being, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Alternative dispute resolution, conflict resolution firm in New York. We actually were able to bring on another team member officially. So we'll be interviewing him so you all can mm-hmm. hear his voice get to know him a little bit more. We're super excited about this moment and uh, we think it'll be fun. It'll be our first interview. And yeah, and that'll sum us up for the the growth segment of this month. And again, hit up that survey, that link that we have um, in our description box so you can let us know if you want us to talk about something specifically or if you have a question for us to answer. You know we'll answer it here on the podcast or respond to you but either way that's your opportunity to reach out uh, and and speak with us you know be heard so all right this is beautiful thank you a and v out or v and a out (laughs) (laughs) Out. (laughs) we're out (laughs) Bye. bye